Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Well, I got all excited because I pushed record for the first time and then it didn't work. So then you just pushed record. I can't believe that that's the first time you've ever pressed record for our roadcaster well okay so when we first got all this equipment do you remember like you went out and got trained by mark right yeah and um why did i oh i stayed inside because the dogs were literally going ham yeah um (laughs) fresh reminder we're like a dog house we have three (laughs) dogs in our house and um none of them do well unless they're introduced to the person so if there's just a stranger outside and this was obviously in the beginning of this whole like uh house stay in your house yeah. time um um also he's a man and we they're like what is that <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they were freaking out so taryn was keeping them distracted while i was talking to mark but so yeah i guess that that is why i so you've like kind of unspokenly over is that a word, is that a word? Unspokenly? yeah without planning um, it yeah you've kind of like when we set up usually like you have the thing facing you. You like do all the things. You're the one who like sends the footage. I you, am Mark. You are Mark. And I'm just me. <laughs> I'm just me. So anyways, so the way we're sitting, I'm literally laying on Ashley's bed and she's in the corner <laughs> on her chair. <laughs> <laughs> We've just fully embraced that we're going to be comfortable. Yeah, we, so we completely like, ditched the closet. Yeah. The closet is gone. It's we're, dead We're and throwing gone. the towel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I got excited to push record and of course, then it malfunctioned. and Yeah, um, but it's okay. We're back. We're, we're back, back on track. We're here. And uh, we missed you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Recording is the highlight of our week, it you really guys. Is. It really is. Which is so funny because we always, we don't put it off, but like, if if we're gonna be completely honest, stop squeaking. If if you hear squeaking, it's Charlie. Sorry, um, life has like sucked recently. Yeah. Like it's been really hard. We've both been going through like random things, and um, and that's just in our personal lives. Like this is yeah. not to mention just like the heaviness of like everything going on. Um, 
but it's been really hard to like find time to like sit and record. Like it's been yeah. really hard. Like literally it's Sunday Madness. morning <laughs> and we're recording and I'm going to send it to poor Poor Mark, who is just our hero every he's day. The MVP. He really he's so pulls gracious it with us. He really he is. He understands and he's patient. Yeah. <laughs> we but need to get him a trophy. We're giving him like less than a day to edit and get this episode up for tomorrow. So it's just been I don't, like having you felt like that. It's like when the earthquake happened the other day, I literally just it's laid like, on my bed cracking up because I was like, Jesus, take me now. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I can't like I can't yeah um I've been it's been a weird mixture of like not wanting to be on social media at all because I just I'm like yeah yeah and then um but then also wanting to be aware of what's happening because so much is happening every single day so um, and to clarify because I know you and some people might not know you when you say you're over it it's not like oh I'm over it I'm tired of hearing it like it's so heavy for you and I've seen how much this has impacted you. So I just want to clarify. So no one's like this girl. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for. Yeah. Oh my gosh. For I'm me. always trying to make sure you look your best. Huh? Yeah. And then also I think, um, as a, as a stupid <laughs> right now, I hate the title influencer oh. and I hate the title YouTuber. Yeah. Um, there are so many people out there right now that are making the rest of us look so bad. Oh my gosh. So bad. So it's bad. mortifying. And I'll what's see your worst? some of these. What do you mean? Like, what's your worst one you've seen so far? Um, Aside from the girl taking the drill, there was the one girl. Wait, explain it in case no one's oh seen it. That's, that's, I think, that's, I think, the top that yeah. I've seen so far. Um, If no one follows uh, influencers, is it influencers in real life? Influencers in the wild. Influencers in the yeah. wild. Uh, it's an Instagram account where people submit videos that they catch of influencers <laughs> influencing but like it's always behind the scenes so you don't see the perspective of the camera you just see what it looks like to yeah. everyone else walking and it's by the most cringe it's hilarious videos you'll ever see it's one of the best accounts out there yeah. by far <laughs> um but ever since um the the protests and obviously covid mm-hmm. and um so many different things that have been going on the the, the ridiculous things <laughs> that that these influencers are doing has made me start second guessing <laughs> my whole life. Well, <laughs> no, but it's because I think where the change has started to come because influencers have always like, there's always been a category of them. And right. I'm sure like, even me and you have probably fallen in that I'm at one point. Like if someone yes. watched us, they'd be like, dear God, you know what yeah. I mean? But I think where people are starting to just be mind blown is how they're capitalizing yes. on stuff that is not appropriate to capitalize on. Yes. Like people first getting sick and like trying to just make it look like this epic, like basically you're at Coachella with your mask and like whatever. Yeah. Or now with like the riots and stuff, like this stuff I've been seeing, I'm just like, you should like what in your mind thought? That this would be accepted by people, basically. Yeah, exactly. So full circle. Um, I forget exactly what city this was in, but a woman got out of her car and walked towards a building where a guy, like a guy completely full in, in uh, construction clothes, yeah. was boarding up a 
um, a shop because of uh, rioting and protesting just for security of their shop. So they were boarding it up. That's been happening everywhere out here. Um, She walks up to him, borrows his drill, like asked to borrow his (laughs) drill so that her boyfriend could take a photo of her holding the drill. Like she's drilling. Like she's putting up this wood plank. The shop and then hands it back to him and hops back into her Mercedes. And it's like, she's like, thank you. Like, It's the most, I just was watching and I was like, it, okay. So like, even if you are taking a photo, any photo that you're trying to like have, Charlie, (laughs) um, any photo that you're trying to have it be like aesthetic in your feed right now of you is just not, it's not going to fly. Now is not the time. But on top of that, to make it seem like you are helping in this time when you're not, it's just disgusting and even I saw one too like this girl was like all um literally looked like she was going to Coachella Mm -hmm. like gloves crop top like long flowy sheer vest like just ridiculous and literally like walks over with her sign walks a couple steps with like the people walking and like her hand up takes a photo and then like leaves and I'm just like what but what is the point of that because the the whole part of this movement is that we're like done right like we're done with the way that life has been the way that we have I mean how many times have you in your lifetime heard of someone being killed unjustly or something happening and you all like for me to be totally throwing myself out there I would be like heartbroken and I would look at that post and feel it and probably say like a prayer for their family and then I'm I'm on to my day. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. But that's the whole thing is people are like, no, like this can't be ignored anymore. Yeah. And so it's like, how is this not hitting everyone in the same way? It's just I have no idea. And um anyways, not to like throw these two girls under the bus, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like this is where society is at yeah. right now. And I am also in that category. So this last week, I just like, I, I took some time and I decided to pretty much bow out yeah. <laughs> from posting absolutely anything because I just felt like it wasn't the time I've been going ham on my stories, uh-huh. um, like reposting, um, informational stuff and, and talking a little bit of personal. I did, um, I think it was Viola Davis posted a like example, like a cartoon animated example of what systemic racism looks like. Oh yeah. And I thought that was the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. So like, I, of course, like I'll share stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, it was just, it was really frustrating to see the trajectory, um, and like what the rest of the world is viewing influencers yeah. as right now yeah. so I just kind of stepped back and was yeah. like no and, and to, be, to be fair right because we're mm-hmm. always trying to think of every every angle on this podcast um again I'm just we should just throw a disclaimer out right absolutely now. let's throw it out let's because um we are a podcast that believes in having open honest genuine conversations mm-hmm. we're not professionals in any way, shape, or form, Mm-mm. but we're two people who love people and like are genuine and try to be as like transparent, I yes. guess, on here. So we figured we'd just talk about what we've just felt throughout this whole process. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make it clear. I think that one of the biggest problems, and we've actually talked about this on our podcast before, probably the <laughs> biggest problem with 
change coming is is the ability to have a productive conversation. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Um, one of the coolest things I I just reposted it and I'm gonna totally butcher it, but I think I think you reposted too, but it was saying something like basically about you can't intimidate people into change, but you can inspire them into like a lasting change. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, we, we as white women have a lot of learning to do. Mm -hmm. And I think as a white person, I've developed a fear to open my mouth about this topic at all Mm -hmm. because I have been met with such hostility or, you know, and rightly so people have so much emotion and anger over like what's happened over like, God, our history, you know, but there are times where I'm genuinely curious about something or I'm genuinely trying to understand it but I'm terrified to ask a question because I'm like, I don't want to offend anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to say something and then just get met with this like snap response. And then all that does is make me even more like, I don't want to say anything, you know, yeah. but I think that's what like this whole thing is. And I love that they've been calling white people out of just saying like, first step, like acknowledge that you do have privilege that we don't. Mm-hmm. And acknowledge that you have a voice that's much more heard than ours Mm -hmm. and like stop ignoring this and use it yeah and so that to me I'm like heck yeah like that I feel like I can do something now well I think I think I think them calling us out in that way opened the door for us to ask those questions yeah not like we needed a door opened we could have easily asked but it was like it was like oh I have I have a place and purpose. All I have to do is just step up and yeah. use it, you know, to help this movement along. Oh, totally. And and that includes educating yourself. Um, I found the quote that you were saying. Oh yeah. Um, it was from Neil Strauss posted it and he put shaming someone into action creates acting. Inspiring someone into action creates change. Yeah. Oh, I think I, I reposted that. that from you. Oh, I thought I reposted it from you. Oh, we reposted it from someone. (laughs) Yeah. There has been some like really brilliant things that have been floating around that have just literally caused me to stop in my, to stop walking and like reread it, process it. And then I was like, I have to send this to like multiple people, you know? But I think that's why people are like, there have, and, and I love the things that it's like, don't stop like shaming people for their lane in this, right? There are some people who them they are just inwardly educating themselves there are other people who are out in the front lines like protesting and doing things Mm -hmm. and I loved there was a post I saw the other day that was like we need every single lane like we don't need all of us to be out there we don't need all of us to sit quietly like no matter what you're in personally Mm -hmm. just keep moving Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so I think that's the thing um that's been cool is I think there's been a lot more of people calmly explaining to us Mm -hmm. like you like every time I hear white privilege I'm like oh like it's just a term I've always heard right but until like I really sat and thought about it and I have an analogy that I again want to make sure I'm not comparing this in any way Mm -hmm. but I was thinking about it the other day because um you know there was a post I think we watched a video too Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, oh, I think it was uh, Mike Todd's sermon. Oh, yes. Which, by the way, we should totally like Guys. post for people to watch because that was just amazing. Um, we'll post it in our stories. Uh, yeah. The, the day that this goes up on Monday. I've, I don't know the exact date, but um, eighth. the June 8th, we'll be posting it on our Instagram for you guys to watch. We watched a, um, we're big fans of Mike Todd and Transformation Church. We have been for years. Um, he posted a sermon that he actually um, pre-recorded like two years ago yeah. on this exact topic. It blew my mind and I had goosebumps. Yeah. Um, just th- the amount of, things he said that was so applicable to today yeah. just goes to show that this has been, even though this was from two years ago, this yeah. has been a long time coming, you yeah. know? So it was, it was just very interesting how his sermon was so applicable today mm-hmm. with what's going on right now. And yeah. it wasn't even recorded this year, you know, it yeah. was, it was really good. So we'll post that for you guys. Yeah. Um, but I remember he did, I remember when, cause when all of this was happening and we, actually when we recorded our last episode, oh. it had literally happened like a couple days before and nothing, it was still in that stage where everyone was just learning about what had happened. I remember that day I went to my family's house and I walked in and was like, Oh, have you guys seen the, like the video that's yeah. going around? Like, it's so sad. So, um, it's funny cause I listened back to our episode and we just kind of like brush on stuff gently but now I'm like there's nothing else I can think about like yeah it's so consuming because it's just been so like overwhelming learning all this stuff Mm -hmm. but when it happened I remember we started talking and because um Mike Todd is a black man 
Um, he's a strong Christian and he has this ability to preach in a way that like, I feel like anyone of any religion of any belief, whatever could listen and get out just like a life lesson. Right. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. I could listen to him talk all day, but I really wanted to hear his sermon as, as a black man, as someone who, um, I haven't really, I hadn't really heard him talk about that topic before right. specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember there was a part and correct me if I'm getting some details wrong, but he was kind of sharing about how he just bought a property or something. Yes. And do you want to tell it? Yeah. I, I kind of forget the details. He was explaining, um, he was, what he was doing was he was giving us an example of how, how it is in his life. Yeah. Um, what it's like to be him yeah. and he and his family, I think it was his wife and, and maybe a cousin or a friend yeah. um, had stopped at a property that he owns, uh, doesn't currently live there or yeah, he just got the keys, right? And yeah. He's like excited. To yeah. Show them. Isn't currently like living or doing anything with that property, but he officially owns that property. Um, this had been like a couple weeks ago and um, this would have been a couple weeks ago, two years ago. <laughs> Cause that sermon no, was a while told- ago. Or he said it he on the told couch. It, yeah, yeah. It okay. like recently happened. Okay, so this happened about a month ago then, um, and he had simply gotten out of his car. He said he was. Um, it was a weekend, um, so he was in like sweatpants and a hoodie, as am I right now, as Same. am Taryn right now. It's weekend vibes, you know. Um, so that's what he's wearing. He is walking up to his property, and a white woman in a car drives by, and yells out the window. Like, like, what you are you doing here? here or you yeah. don't belong here? Yeah. Um, something along those lines. The whole point is that she clearly judged him. Yeah. Doesn't know him at all. Mm-hmm. And felt the need to yell that out the window. Yeah. Clearly, she called the cops because about five minutes later, yeah. <laughs> the cops show up. And he said that he had to have a moment where his wife pulled him aside and said, Hey, you walk out there, you put your hands up, Mm -hmm. you say, good afternoon officers. Yeah. How can I help you? Like, you know, and he said he had to like pull it together, even though he was enraged because he was literally getting interrogated for being on his property. Yeah. Um, but he, he realized that he had to take it very seriously because he has kids at home and he wants to see them. You know, he wants to be alive for them. Um, so after his wife encouraged him, he like stepped outside, yeah. hands up and said, good afternoon. They cleared the air. They were like, okay, no problem. You're fine. But that's the situation that he was in. Yeah. And I mean, I remember hearing that and being like, if, I, if that were, you know, if that were me, yeah. like, even if someone yelled, you're not supposed to be here, just assuming whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do highly doubt that cops would have been called. And if the cops did come, like, I wouldn't be afraid to just march out and be like, oh, hey, like, this is my property, whatever. Yeah. But the fact that he walked through his thought process of like, I need to make sure my hands are shown. I need to make Mm -hmm. sure no matter what they say that I respond calmly and like smiling and like, I I just all these stories of people being like, this is what I feel on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. And then them tying that to, do you feel that way? And me mm-hmm. being honest and being like, no, yeah, 
that's a privilege. Yeah. And then, and then like everything started making sense for me, which I sound so stupid. Like I should have known this, but that's the thing is we just have to have these conversations and stop being afraid of like sounding dumb because yeah. otherwise nothing's going to change. And the way, like I was trying to, I was having a conversation with someone who was like not understanding what I was talking about with like the fact that like we just, the first step is we have to acknowledge that there is a difference Mm -hmm. because I think I've fallen in the category too of always saying like, I don't see a difference. Like I don't see color as a difference in people or like I'm colorblind. You know what I mean? Like those like cheesy things we've learned to say to identify that we don't have racism in our hearts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think by hearing people say like, stop saying that. Like we are different. Like we do have different color skin. We have different, you know, origins of our histories and things like that. So stop saying that and acknowledge that there is a difference and that society does treat you different than me. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to have this conversation and finally, like, I, I was like, okay, I'm a woman, right? Like I, there are things that come with being a woman and fears that we all have and and feelings we have like when we're walking alone and we see a man walking towards us like thoughts of like oh I I want to do this but being like like I can't go by myself or like I need to make sure someone's tracking my location and things like that because of the dangers that that are out there for women and a man will never understand like what that feels like because he's not in the same boat. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I can explain to him all I want of like, you know, this is how it feels and this is whatever. But at the end of the day, he's not going to understand that because he's not a woman. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I started like trying to explain it in that way of like, we all have things that are different that like, we can't be in each other's shoes, but we can educate ourselves on this is how this feels And what are ways that I can contribute to a solution, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think that's the first step is acknowledging there are things that we will never have to deal with. My fear getting pulled over is going to be something totally different that I'm understanding now than someone of color. And that's, that is so dumb to me that that has to be there, but I can't ignore that it is there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like for the first time ever, and again, it, it does feel embarrassing because yeah. I, 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 this is stuff that I've known, but I've never taken the time to really like dive into, yeah. which is where I have dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of fully realized for the first time that I have never once had to second guess my skin color. Yeah. I've never once had a problem due to my skin color. Yeah. I've never once, no, I mean, no one likes talking to cops. Let's just, you know, yeah. you get pulled over, they show up or something, you get nervous. Like oh, that's, I, that's yeah. the truth. But I've never once felt scared for my life because yeah. if something were to happen, if a cop did pull me over or need to talk to me on my property, I'd be like, can I help you? Yeah this is my place. Like, why are you, why are you stopping me? You know, I would have a certain amount of courage stepping up to them, knowing that my skin is, wouldn't inhibit me from having a a human to human conversation with them. Um, and that's when I reading all this stuff coming to that realization was when it, it hit me. Like I always knew I had privilege. I understood that. Yeah. Um, but it, it fully hit me. I think this past week because I've had multiple conversations over I think I think getting off social media caused me to have multiple mm-hmm. conversations. I had a great 
talk. Um, this past week I was staying at my parents' house and, um, everything was going on, obviously riots. It was in the middle of the riots. It was kind of scary out here. We had curfew. LA got shut down. You weren't allowed to leave your house from six to six. Helicopters like constantly. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of madness going on. Um, and of course, like this is what everyone's talking about at that time, mm-hmm. um, or at this time currently. But I got to sit down and had the best talk with my mom. Yeah, um, she's a white woman. I'm a white woman, and we just sat there for two hours and we just discussed so much stuff that, to be honest, and it's it's a little embarrassing. We've never discussed before. Yeah, and I've always known. I've I've I went to school. Like I know the histories. I know where our country came from, how it was built. Like I understand all of Mm -hmm. that, but, um, coming to the realization that I've been naive to a lot of stuff and, um, just educating ourselves on stuff, watching videos with her, just processing it out loud, openly discussing it. Um, if I had questions, I didn't feel uncomfortable. I actually felt an urge, like a need to ask it so that I could understand better, which I think is the whole point of these protests is to not not divide everyone, but to just open the air for everyone to just start asking those questions that you've always wondered about, um, to start educating yourself on stuff so that when you do come upon a situation, you know how you feel and you're ready to speak yeah. up, you know? Well, there's so, I'm learning, like there's there's so many things at play. Like it's not just the issue of like, me checking myself and making sure that I don't have prejudice towards people or like have hate in my heart towards people or treat people different. But now like, you know, now like there's, there's certain things like the fact, um, the officer who actually like did the act of like standing on George Floyd's neck, like when it got released, what his record was and how many complaints he's had of brutality. Like that to me was like, okay, that's, that's something we can solve. I feel like if we have simple solution, yeah. like what are, what are protocols in place? Like what, what are the, like, is there like not a three strike rule? Like literally that's what I said. I was like, (laughs) I was like, how the hell did he get to 12? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. And I think I want to be very clear. I have a lot of people that I personally know that I personally have a relationship with that are in law enforcement that are the most amazing, beautiful humans ever. Mm -hmm. And I have come in contact with police officers. I've seen videos, especially during this time of people who they genuinely want to protect and serve. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel bad that I feel like it's become this generalized statement of like F the police F this, you know, because I think there are a lot of people within law enforcement that got in there because they love that feeling of power and they misuse it. Yes. But I think that there are a lot of people too that are in there that this has been a good thing for them to be like, Hey, even if you feel intimidated by your colleague, if they're doing something wrong, you're responsible to stick up and say something. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's just been such an interesting time for all of those things. But those are things I'm like, okay, I get the whole thing. Like we do have to educate ourselves. So like when elections come, when laws are passed, like are we really studying and looking deep into like what are what are the rules? What are the, you know, what does this person believe or not believe mm-hmm. in regards to these topics? Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's been very interesting just seeing that all the information that's coming flooded through. Mm -hmm. And I think no matter what you believe politically, religiously, whatever, it's a human, like it's a human issue. Mm -hmm. And so I think all of us came together on that part of like, no matter what he did, didn't do his past, he did not deserve to die in that way. Like no matter what. And because he was of color, a lot of things come into play with that. Mm -hmm. But even if you have different views on that, a basic human being does not deserve that. No. At all. And so it's like, no matter what anyone believes, like we have to address it. Yeah. I think, I think Taryn just like nailed it. Um, it's a human problem. And, um, these are our, our brothers and sisters, um, that are being hurt and it's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, in the end, I think it's just, this is where we just, we drop everything. It doesn't matter. Like Taryn said, beliefs, um, you, you drop it and, and we love on yeah the person. Um, I saw a cool example. Um, someone wrote, um, I think I'm sure everyone's seen it by now, but they said if a house is on fire, the yeah. firefighters <laughs> don't come and spray water on all the houses because all houses matter they spray the house that is in most need. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, that one really stuck with me and, and that hit different. And I was like, yep, yep. Completely agree. Um, it's not about voicing your opinion. I think right now it's a, it's about helping people that, that need, that need our help right now. Well, and a lot of stuff like I've been saying, I mean, the media just has been sucking lately because I think, they're they're so focused on these like negative Mm -hmm. sides of what's going on yeah but in reality there's so much more positive that's going on and I think a lot of people no matter what you believe know that there are a small majority that's out there that is totally taking advantage of this situation yeah to complete just their own personal acts you know yeah it's ridiculous yeah and I don't think anybody on any not again, we're trying to get rid of this whole side thing. Right. But Mm -hmm. any, no matter what people, people's opinions are, nobody thinks that's okay. But I think it becomes this thing where the media is showing all these things. So then it's like, I have to choose a side because I don't think that's right. Right. So I can't obviously be a part of this movement. And it's like, no, that's a tiny, tiny portion. But that's what I've loved about Instagram is how many videos people are like, no, like circulate this, like yeah. circulate the fact that like this peaceful thing happened or this amazing thing happened. And so I think it's got to be our job of like, how do we switch how we talk about these things? And, mm-hmm. and also realizing like I had, I posted something that was like so simple, <laughs> but I got some responses back that were like, not very nice to me. Yeah. And, um, And it was really cool because before I would have gotten really internally upset because I can't stand if anyone doesn't like me. Right. Right. And I would have probably like, like started being angry and like talking crap about the person who did this and wrote me this because I'm, I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. But instead I was like, no, like we're done with that. Right. We're going to have 
honest conversations. I can't control what people say to me. And I need to understand that when people react harshly to me, there's something behind that. There's past hurts. There's past views that they have against me. So instead of like freaking out, like I just calmly with love responded in like a peaceful way. And in the end, like I was like, that is so much better than just avoiding or Mm -hmm. reacting harshly. You know what I mean? No, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I, this is just, this is a new kind of scary, kind of uncomfortable time, but I feel like those are the times where like the most growth happens. Um, so I mean, it's, it's been a rough, it's been a really rough week. Yeah, yeah. I then, you know, the earthquake on top of it and <laughs> I wish I had the a curfews, hidden camera. Everyone was just like, you know what? This is the end of the world. I literally, so, um, Charlie got really sick. You were gone. And so I was home by myself, like Corona, <laughs> the protest, the like, just overall, I've just been so heavy and like heartbroken and like sometimes like I literally just put my phone in another room because I'm like if I see one more image like I'm gonna combust because my heart just like can't take it mm-hmm. it's like such a big problem that I'm like I, w- I just want to fix it and I get overwhelmed you yeah. know yeah um so I'm laying in bed and Charlie's next to me and I'm like watching him and then all of a sudden my Legos <laughs> start <laughs> rattling and I was like <laughs> I look at my Lego shelf and I'm like, what's happening? And then I look and like everything in my room is swaying. And for a second I went to like grab Charlie and go standing in in a door jam. And then all of a sudden I just laid on my bed and was just shaking away. And I was just like (laughs) cracking up because I'm like, this like what? Of course. (laughs) Like what? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it was a 5.5, which it's not huge, but it's big. It still is just like San Bernardino. And we were just like, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. This is, that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, we just kind of wanted to talk about, um, kind of just our thoughts right now and address it in our own way. I think the most important thing that you need to do, um, for me, sometimes it it seems like a big, like, well, okay, educate myself, but like how, like, how do I know what's good information? How do I know, you know, like what aligns with like where I'm at and I can understand. And I think, what I've really learned is to cling on to the people that you personally like respect, like Mike Todd, we talked about him. So I've been glued to his stories Mm -hmm. in his sermon. He gave a list of resources. So like I immediately bought a book, like I have a, a list of like things and movies and documentaries I need to watch. So find the people that like you trust and, and kind of like look through what resources there are. And then it's your, I mean, it's up to you to like take those steps to make a change. Um, I think too, we just need to like continue to not shy away from conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, and when conversations get ugly, strip it down to like the basic part that you can find something that you relate to. Like one of the conversations I had, we came from two totally different opinions, But once we talked about like, but do you think that was right? What happened? Like if that was your son, if that was your brother, if that was even an acquaintance of yours, how would you react seeing that video being circulated? Like just basic part, that would be my advice. Like start from that, 
find a connection because the second you can connect with someone and have that like common ground, then you can kind of build on like, okay, like now I'm a little more comfortable to ask a question or to throw an idea out and then kind of like build from there. So that would be my advice that I feel like I've learned and that's helped me a lot in this process. Yeah. With all of this stuff going on, I think one of the, the, the best and also hardest things that you can do for yourself, um, is to kind of make yourself view everything from someone else's perspective. Yeah. Um, it's a little uncomfortable. You might not like it at all, but whether you agree with it or not, I think it's important to try your hardest to see both sides. Yeah. Um, because if you can see the other person's side, then that opens the door for you to have a conversation with someone. Oh, it's so true. Without them feeling attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but also if you believe what you believe strongly and you are able to see the other person's side, that gives you so much clarity on the situation. Yeah. And I think it gives you more knowledge and helps you communicate in a much more educated, much more confident way. Yeah. Um, and I think the whole goal here is to be able to have those open and honest yeah. conversations. Um, so yeah, if I could encourage you to do anything, it would be to try to understand where the other side is coming from. Yeah. Only if, even if only to root yourself stronger in your beliefs. Fully. You know? And I think like conversation skills, like that's something you can learn and hone in on. Like, like Ash was saying, like a lot of times it's, sorry, like you ask people questions about themselves. That's Mm -hmm. how you get, everybody loves talking about themselves. And then you really like listen in on what they're saying and kind of sift through where the emotions are and, and try to find like something that they say where you can then offer up something that forms that connection. I think also like, um, realizing like one of the responses I got that was so just like heated and like all these words and blah, blah, blah. I was able to just say like, I, I didn't apologize for what I said because I firmly believed what I said, but I was like, I'm so sorry if what I said caused you to feel negatively. Yeah. Like I, I'm still able to, as a human say, like, I, I never want to say anything that causes you to feel upset. Right. So I'm so sorry that you took what I said in this way. Um, let me clarify what I was saying to try to come at it in a different approach. But I think there's all these ways that we can communicate better yeah. uh, instead of just being like, oh, she kind of snapped at me. I'm out. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really good. I think too, also like what I think has been cool is there's been so many times throughout this week that I was like, Oh, I wanted to post a funny story or a funny something. And I had to pause and be like, but this isn't appropriate right now. Like this is bigger. And I, I think I want to try to carry that into my life from now on Mm -hmm. of like, I think we all should like take a pause before we like just throw things out and there's times for just stupid funny stuff and like us just like being open with our life but I think there's also other times that we need to not just be into a movement because the hashtag is trending you know what I mean like yes like where does this fit into our lives when when we quote unquote go back to normal life you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I think that's been cool of me just kind of like 
actually taking time to like look through social media and read news articles and and do things like that. So I know like that's something I want to get better at and like better myself of I can post a story of my dog and then the next one can be me reposting an article that I found valuable. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, like we, I think we need to start merging Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what we think is normal life to how we act when something like this happens in our world. Yeah. And this is the absolute best time to start educating yourself on stuff. Um, not only for your own life, <laughs> yeah, but it's also an election year and not to get political, but if you're not voting, yeah, it's like, you don't really have space to say anything, you know? Well, and I think voting, like voting shouldn't just be to vote. Like you no. should, like, I love me and my family. Like we sit and we talk about what everyone's doing. I usually look up articles that are Christian based, like here biblically is what we see in scripture and here's what all of these things say. Then I sit with myself. Then I talk with friends. Like there's multiple things, but voting shouldn't just be like a go in and like, "Mm, I'll choose a, I'll choose B. You know what I mean? Or I've talked to so many people who vote exactly what their parents vote. Yeah. And I understand, I understand how that would be comforting at a young age like oh, your first I did year it. voting I remember doing that I oh get, yeah I, I get totally that. I came in with a list that my parents vote because I do love and respect my my parents opinions yeah. um but I also see how I've changed the way that I view certain things yeah um that's different than theirs and that's okay like it's I love them the same they love me the same yeah but I think yeah like we all start of just kind of like oh well I'm a Christian, so technically I should do this, or I'm this, so I should do this. Yeah, and or I'm my grandpa has I'm always vote for this person. I'm Democrat. Yeah. I'm gonna vote for this. So person. I think it is like it is time that we start dissecting and actually like learning what we're voting for for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because but I, it's what you believe in. Yeah, and yes. I think that's something that like that's this whole thing is like we've got to stop just doing what we hear because it's the popular thing, and right. like actually do your homework, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Freaking register to vote. We'll oh, post yes. that in our links and our <laughs> stories also, um, do it for yourself, do it for your family, do it for your friends. Um, but I, yeah, I think again, the la- the only, the thing we're trying to encourage you to do is to just open your mind mm-hmm. and educate yourself and on all sides so that yeah. you can believe what you believe with the utmost confidence in knowing that like that's what that's what you believe because you've studied yeah. everything you've mm-hmm. looked at it all you've looked at the both sides of the page and here's what you believe yeah um and so that you can have those conversations yeah and at the end of the day like strip down to just the basics and even if you see someone ranting and raving and in your mind you're like this person's like going nuts and like just they're just being so dramatic whatever like whether you agree with them or not, like look at the hurt on their face. Like look Mm -hmm. at, like listen to their voice cracking as they're trying not to cry while they talk. And whether you like or don't like what they have to say, acknowledge that people are hurting right now. And, And we talk about it all the time on our podcast. We all have a right to feel whatever we do. Feelings are real. Um, so even if you don't agree with someone, you can be like, Hey, like, I know what it's like to be like overwhelmed and hurt. So like, I'm going to meet you there and make yeah. sure like you're okay. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think this whole thing is 
Like, I really have hope that this is like a huge turning point. Yeah. I, in, I mean, in I like hope history. So. Yeah. So I, I just want to make sure that like I'm a part of it in the best way I can in that. I mean, I try to live my life just like loving people as best I can. So yeah. this, this has definitely changed a lot for me for sure. So yeah, anyways, um, again, this was not really an agenda, but we just, we figured we wanted to keep putting episodes out so you guys have that. And I think sometimes it's nice to just have normal things going on right now. <laughs> um, but we didn't, we, we wanted to just sit and have an open conversation. Both of us did not prepare for this whatsoever. So if anything, it can show you just like what, what kind of conversations you can have? Like what are things you can like kind of like start from and then snowball into a deep conversation with people you love? Um, I definitely want to acknowledge that not everyone's going to be able to do that. There are some people that are very intense about their views, especially because I mean, everything gets tied to like political things too. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And I think it's also okay to like realize when you're talking to someone who's not looking for a conversation, they're just looking to like push what they believe. And, th and those are hard, but, um, there's so many outlets. There's ways you can be a positive presence on social media. There's other people you can reach out to, um, read resources, watch movies, things like that. But I think the, the main thing is like, just don't stop at, okay, Black Lives Matters isn't trending anymore. So like I'm back to life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I read so many things saying that all of this, this whole movement, all this change, it all starts in your home. Yeah. Um, and I, I realize some families aren't able to have yeah. conversations like this. Um, if you are, then I like highly encourage you to simply just start up a conversation yeah. during dinner, um, start up a conversation, you know, while you're, before you watch a movie or, or you're doing yeah. chores with someone like start, ask, ask a question, see where it goes. Um, because I, I do think a lot of it can't, a lot of it can and should start in the home. Um, well, and I think it's a generational thing too. Like there's only so much we can do a lot of like people have parents that are set, like they're not going to change what they it's think. Done. Yeah. So instead of being overwhelmed by that, be like, well, I now have the power to like break the chain. And yeah. so I know that when I have kids, like I'm going to educate them and I'm going to teach them how to make this world a better place. So it's hard to sit back and be like, there are, don't get me wrong. There are definitely things we can immediately do, but I think a big thing is going to be how we pass on our beliefs to the next generation. So that's something to just focus on too and be like, okay, even though I can't have these conversations with my parents, like I'm frustrated because they're not changing what they believe. It's like, yeah, but I do have the power to change who I am as a person and eventually pass that to like the generation coming up. So yeah, you have the power to think for yourself oh, and yeah. literally only you. Yeah. Um, so hopefully in the end, I hope this, this episode has really helped you guys just kind of get your brain thinking and mm -hmm. kind of get you feeling a little more confident and maybe even excited to, to start questioning things and start yeah. thinking for yourself and, and 
start breaking the mold if necessary um, to to find out exactly what you believe in yeah. so that you can move forward with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life is really scary right now. So um, I think the more knowledge you give yourself, the the oh, totally. stronger you'll be for the, for your, yeah. I mean, for your entire future. And make sure you're taking care of yourselves too. Like, like we've mentioned a couple of times, both of us have needed to step away from social media, not to ignore things, but just to like, get a second or like sit out like the other day I sat outside and just watched the tree <laughs> like blow in the wind girl yes and it recharged <laughs> me to be like okay like now how do I act and I think us moving forward like our daily lives and the things we do like we don't have to constantly be like posting things and and talking like 24 seven, like life is going to continue, but it's again, how do I foundationally put these things in so that when things come up, when, um, I have spare time and I'm reading through articles, like things like that, how do I change this into my new norm and a part of my life? So, but definitely take care of yourselves. If the images online are getting too much, like acknowledge that and kind of shift in that, but we all just got to be gentle. I mean, again, me and Ash are two people who are not qualified to like lead conversations in this area, but that's the thing is like, we acknowledge that and we're trying, you know, so be gentle with people. Don't be quick to like attack them for what they think. Um, and I think we can do this. We've got this guys. Um, we love you all. Yes, we do. And, um, Thank you so much for listening yeah. <laughs> to us process out loud. <laughs> um, hopefully it was helpful to you guys. If you guys don't follow us on socials, you should really follow us on Instagram. That's where we're going to be posting everything that we just discussed. Yeah. Um, we have Twitter and Facebook as well as a YouTube channel. Um, but Instagram is where we're predominantly more active. Yes, I would so, say so. Um, check us out there. We also have our own personal Instagrams. Mm-hmm. We will be getting back to stories. Someday, <laughs> uh, you know, when the world stops falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you do have stories that you haven't shared yet, please um, email us at advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear your stories. And I know that our, the rest of the listeners would love to hear your stories as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yeah, definitely. And love people. That's all we need. That's all you need to do. Okay. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.